officially week 17 we're recording this it's not yet the new year but let us in the words of chris berman let us be the first to wish you all a happy new year like i said it's week 17 and they don't come any bigger than this it's bengals chiefs sunday afternoon at paul brown stadium you're gonna be there how are you doing this morning happy duke's mayo bowl day to you duke's mayo bowl um wait, what is today thursday thursday three days about 72 hours away from kickoff. Really, really, really looking forward to going to the game. Um, looking forward to New Year's Eve tomorrow night. We might get a little rowdy, not too rowdy for our, uh, for, you know, our listeners. But Go um, Cats tomorrow night. Go Cats. Uh, 3.30. What, what, what channel is that on? ESPN, ABC? I think it's on the old Espen. Espen. Okay. Well, yeah. TUC plays tomorrow. It's going to be a good weekend. Um, Caps off by Chiefs Bengals. Big weekend for Cincinnati football. Um, they don't really make them any bigger than this uh, for both UC and the Bengals. Um, so just some news-related notes to dive into before we kind of talk about what Sunday kind of holds for the Bengals. Uh, Jermaine Pratt goes to the COVID list, so he is out Sunday with the new protocols even. He is not eligible to come back until Monday. Um, but the great news in the linebacker room that we got yesterday is that Logan Wilson practiced fully. I know we said earlier this week we didn't expect him to play, but he logged a full practice yesterday. So looks like we could see Logan Wilson um, in a rather big role on Sunday against the Chiefs. Yeah, and, and that it kind of puzzled me because Zach Taylor – basically said he's very doubtful, not just doubtful, very doubtful. And it's weird. It, it's almost like they were – I mean, I saw a, a tweet where he said he was going to play it really cautious with with not trying to push him back too soon. But to go from very doubtful to a fully full practice participant in one day, it, it, it just seems a little fishy. Um, and – but, you know, it, it, I mean, either way, it, it's awesome to see you with a full participant practice. Because our linebacking room is thin right now, and with him, it's 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 at least average again. Yeah, it's not like you all of a sudden add Logan Wilson back into the mix, and you think you're going to stop Travis Kelsey from getting his on Sunday. But Logan Wilson is better in coverage than Jermaine Pratt. He is the Bengals' green dot. Uh, although Jermaine Pratt has done an admirable job the last couple of weeks with the green dot, so you know it is great like you said, to have at least an experienced body in that linebacking core. So now on Sunday, it looks like it's going to be Logan Wilson, Marcus Bailey as the two starters in the base defense. 
and then a whole host of Calitro, Austin Calitro, Clay Johnston, and um, Keandre Jones in reserve roles. So thank yeah, God. We're, we're, we're getting to the point where it's like Ravens defense, where it's like you just sign guys off the street. Yeah, the linebacking core is utterly decimated right now for the Bengals, but huge news to get Logan Wilson back at practice um, this week. In other news, um, Khalid Kareem practiced fully yesterday. We're recording this Thursday, as we said, so yesterday being first practice of the week. So all indications are that he'll, he will be back this week, um, which is great news. You would have to think that they get DJ Reader and Wyatt Ray off the COVID list. Uh, since they went on the list on Saturday. So you'd expect with the new protocols that they can come back uh, no later than Sunday, uh, so long as they don't have symptoms. So all in all, looking up for the Bengals as far as health goes um, for Sunday against the Chiefs in a game where they're going to need every single body they have to throw at the Kansas City offense. Yeah, the, the defense is going to be the key. I think the offense could put up points. I don't think the Chiefs have – the Chiefs don't really well or match up very well with the Bengals because the Chiefs like to play a lot of man coverage. They like to blitz. And Joe Burrow's a top three quarterback in the NFL against the blitz, according to PFF. And then also you got to think their corners, they don't have like a lockdown corner. They have, they have Sneed, um, not to be confused with Jake or Jeff Sneed. Um, and they also have a, uh, you know, they also have Tredarius Ward. Their DBs aren't crazy good. Also, DeAndre Baker, um, former uh, almost felon, almost felon. He, uh, didn't those charges get dropped with him? I think they got dropped. With the uh, gambling incident at, at, at the uh, birthday party. That, that, that was a crazy yeah. story. Yeah, at the um, birthday party. Yeah, it was crazy. But, yeah, it, it – it, they just don't match up well because they play a lot of man coverage and the Bengals torch man coverage. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do and try to confuse Joe. But I think we're to the point now where Joe's IQ is really high and I don't want to get too, you know, too high on that, but I, I really don't see him getting confused that much unless it's like a Bill Belichick, you know what I mean? Or like a Sean McDermott where it's like they're top 1% in, in, in defensive play calling. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals, like you said, the Bengals offense in this matchup has to be salivating. And the the most I think the most dangerous thing that the Bengals have going into this game is confidence, because right now the Bengals have confidence. Now, we've seen this year the Bengals can win two games in a row, but they have not been able to win that third game in a row. And I totally understand that Kansas City is a different beast from winning the third game in a row against the Jets, which the Bengals shot themselves in the foot and lost that game, or winning the third game in a row against the Chargers, which the Bengals once again shot themselves in the foot and lost that game. So it's a whole different beast, whereas we expected the Bengals to maybe beat the Chargers and the Jets. This is a whole new challenge, but when you have a young team with the swagger that Joe Burrow and these young skill guys are bringing, it is a recipe for, it just feels like this team is ready to break through. And I don't know if they're going to win on Sunday, but this is a game I could definitely see them keeping it close in a shootout. You know, that's why I think Sunday is 
is going to be so much fun is because I don't think a lot of Bengals fans expect them to win, but this can be a really fun game. Yeah. And, and I think if you were to tell me three years ago, or not even three, I guess two years ago since we drafted Joe Burrow, that there'd be a poll on the NFL Twitter on who you would take either Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow. I would have said you were crazy. I mean, there was a poll on the NFL's Twitter on who you got this week. And it was like 54 Patrick Mahomes, 46 Joe Burrow. That is insane to me because Patrick Mahomes is arguably, and this is a fantasy bias, but he's probably arguably a top, he's probably the most talented quarterback in the NFL, I would say. Arm talent, he's everything top considered. Three, he's a top three quarterback in the NFL, and he's going to be a top three, top two, top one quarterback in the NFL for the next 10 years. And plus years. I mean, it, it's really special to see Joe Burrow in that company. And it's kind of dangerous. It makes me nervous, though. It really does make me nervous because we've seen with this team all year. We kind of talked about it in our last episode expectations with this Bengals team means they shoot themselves in the foot. It's happened every single time. And the one good part about this game is the line's kind of high. So I think that they're going to see that as like, oh, we're not respected or something like that. And I like that. That's why I, we talked about last week. We were nervous last week because they were minus, it creeped up to minus seven. And the Bengals have not done well this year unless they're playing the Lions when they're heavily favored. So it was good to see last week they got that monkey off their back when they were heavily favored against a, you know, a pretty good team. And this week, I think, you know, being that underdog, but what is it, five points? Five and a half. Is it five, five and a half? Yeah. I, it just means Vegas doesn't believe in the Bengals, and nor should they really, because you said it right before. They haven't won three games in a row all year. So. And this game is to – this. so this game is for a lot more than just winning on Sunday as well, and let's get into – the playoff scenarios that come with Sunday afternoon at Paul Brown stadium. So obviously, as we said on Tuesday, the Bengals can clinch the AFC North with a win on Sunday. And that's the easiest way to do it is to win on Sunday or win. Should they lose on Sunday to beat Cleveland in two weeks, they win either one of these last two games, they win the division, they get a home playoff game likely against the Colts or the Patriots. But there are also other manners in which this can get done lots of them involving a tie so if the Bengals tie and a bunch of other stuff happens this weekend they can clinch a playoff berth so like that uh, one of the scenarios for instance is a tie a Chargers loss a Raiders loss and a Patriots loss if those things happen the Bengals would clinch a playoff berth but those are all the scenarios that include a tie for the AFC North, even if the Bengals lose on Sunday, if the Ravens lose and the Cleveland-Pittsburgh game Monday night ends in a tie, the Bengals win the division. Or if the Bengals tie and the Ravens lose, the Bengals also win the division in that case. So obviously the easiest way to get it done is to win on Sunday. And I know that's kind of weird to say, you know, the easiest way to do it is just to beat the Chiefs. But all they got to do is win one or two and they get a home playoff game. So yeah, let's just, yeah, let, let's talk about the most important one. And that's just win. just, just, just beat your own opponent because we talked about this. Bengals have never been lucky it, it, with things going right for them. 
um, they can they can barely get things going right for themselves, let alone have other outside forces do it for them. Yeah. So, uh, and we've seen that over the years. So, just win one of the last two. The thing I don't want to happen is, you know, we lose this week to the Chiefs. Ravens. The Ravens should lose to the Rams. I mean, the Rams are going for the one seed. So they're going to be full force. I don't think the Rams lose to Baltimore, even with Snoop Huntley or Lamar Jackson back. Um, but the one thing I don't want, because Baker is technically the the Bengals, you know, father figure right now when he plays them, I don't want Cleveland to win on Monday night. And then it comes down to Bengals, Browns in Cleveland for the division in a playoff spot. I don't want that. Yeah. So even – if, if, if the Bengals do lose on Sunday, a win by the Steelers on Monday night, which Roethlisberger said this morning, it's going to be his last game at Heinz Field. So I don't see any way in hell that the Steelers lose this game now. Um, a win by the Steelers Monday night against the Browns eliminates the Browns from the AFC North contention. And I think makes that week 18 game much easier because you got to think about all the drama that the Browns have been through this season. And they would have to just simply say we are done now that we're out of it, we're done. And, and so not to go too much into Cleveland next week, but regardless of what happens on um, Sunday in Cincinnati, I think we should be big Pittsburgh fans Monday night. Um, yes. Because, because then even if we would lose the last two games, Pittsburgh wins this week. And then if they lose the Ravens week 18 and we yep. lose still, we still win the division. Yep. Yep. Precisely precisely so obviously lots of scenarios out there easiest ones being just go win your games like we said um jumping back into the chiefs um their defensive line is going to present a lot a lot a lot of problems for the Bengals on sunday specifically because they have a guy in the middle in chris jones who is one of the best at his position in the NFL and him going against the interior of the Bengals line is particularly not a matchup that I want to be worried about. Yeah, no, I, it is going to be a struggle, but they don't have, we talked about this before. They don't have a, a Joey Bosa, Nick Bosa. They don't have an elite edge rusher. And that's what I think the Bengals really struggle with. And I do see, I don't know. I have this weird feeling this week where the lines get to actually protect Joe really well. They didn't really do a bad job last week. And I don't know. I think we could see a lot of Jackson Carmen this week. Cause we saw about 10 snaps of him last week. Cause it, Akeem Adenogy we talked about, it didn't play very well. It feels like Isaiah Carmen Prince might be too. finding his legs at guard. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, I mean, we talked about this before. He's nasty. Like his highlights are highlights, but his lowlights are bad. Yeah. So, I mean, Zach Taylor's talked about it. He said that they, they want more, a more consistent guy at guard. But I think Jackson Carmen's highs are, you know, they're too – his highlights are too big and too high to not give him playing time. It, it, because it, his it, highlights are pancaking people 12, 13 yards downfield. That's yeah. – that, I mean, that's what he's capable of. Also, I, I have a question. Um, what would you think of playing Jackson Carmen a right tackle instead of Isaiah Prince? See, so I think they kind of missed the boat on that because they've put, put him at guard all year now where if they are to move him to right tackle, I think that's going to be something <clears throat> that they do in the offseason 
Um, but that's a great, I, I definitely understand the impetus behind that. And I agree that this off season, that should definitely be something that they look at, especially if you continue to see this development for Carmen, you know, the rest of this season, OTAs beginning a training camp, maybe you do say, Hey, we're going to move you out to right tackle next year. And then if you feel confident in him at right tackle, you really only got to upgrade the right guard position uh, on the O-line heading into next offseason, you know, um, which is a great, great look for, for the offensive line um, should they decide to go that route. Um, yeah, and I, yeah, and I think the, the thing with Riley Reef is, it, I mean, technically Riley Reef is just a Band-Aid. Yeah. It, it doesn't really fix a problem. So yes. somebody else has got to step up. And Jackson Carmen, I think, could step up and play right top because he's used to playing tackle anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Um, for Kansas City, Clyde Edwards-Elair is going to be out this week, so maybe that lessens the stress on the Bengals linebackers a bit. Do you see – if you're the Bengals, what is your game plan on Sunday? Do you throw the kitchen sink at Travis Kelsey and, tr- and try to slow down probably the best tight end to ever play the game? Or do you throw everybody at Tyreek Hill and say, we are going to – eliminate him from the game plan sort of like uh teams have done this season i mean tyree kills had a couple of games where teams have committed to slowing him down and it's worked i, I mean if you're lou anarumo what are you doing this weekend well the first thing they got to do they're so vanilla on defense they run a bunch of base coverages and not a lot of patrick mahomes is going to dissect you if, if if you're basic this week and i think what they need to do when mahomes isn't or has struggled, we kind of we saw in the Super Bowl, and I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form the Bengals have the players that the, the Bucks have on defense because they don't. Um, I mean, for for goodness, I mean, come on, they're starting Marcus Bailey, and the Bucks have Devin White. I'm not saying they're the same, but you gotta you gotta try to pressure Mahomes because he is not. I, I get it; he makes those acrobatic throws, but it's not the him of three years ago when he's throwing no look pressured across body 40 yards down the field. He hasn't done that this year. So it, you got to try to pressure him as much as you can. And if I were them, I'd throw the kitchen sink at Travis Kelsey, not Tyree kill. Cause I think Chidobia Wuzie is good enough now where you have a corner that's actually good enough to at least limit Tyreek to seven for 70 or, you know, eight for 80, which I mean, both are probably going to get theirs, but I, I think you try to throw it at Travis Kelsey just to try to mess up the timing. Yeah. Cause that's another, that's another thing I, I'm sorry for rambling, but no, that's another thing with the chiefs defense or the offense, their offense this year, all their offense is all about timing and their timing has been messed up at points this year. And they look bad. Like when their timing's messed up, they don't look good. Yeah. Uh, no matter how good Travis Kelsey is, no matter how good Patrick Mahomes is, if you mess up that timing, they can't complete balls. Yeah. Um, and we've seen that we saw in the Tennessee game. So it'll just be interesting to see if the Bengals can do that. Yeah. This is going to be a week that it feels like we could see a lot of Ricardo Allen because teams have really played, you know, earlier in the year when Kansas city was without sugarcoating it, struggling on offense, teams were playing too high and they were saying, we're going to make you beat us underneath and take away this over the top stuff that, that has killed the NFL in the prior two years. And the Giants did a good job of it. The Titans did a really good job of it. 
The Chargers in their first meeting did a great yeah. job of you it. You even say recently the Broncos did. Broncos did a great job of it. And, you know, we understand the Bengals don't have the personnel that the Broncos have. But the Bengals are, like you said, happy. And they that's why kind of Josh Johnson's stats looked the way they did last week was because the Bengals were happy to sit back in the zone and let him take everything underneath. And Kansas City has now proven that they will do that. But earlier in the year, they were not doing that to the highest level um, that they are doing it at now. And the key is being able to pressure the passer, obviously, when you sit back in those zones with four or five guys. And now that Kansas City has kind of remade their offensive line and their O-lines coming together, feels like that could be a lot more of a challenge on Sunday. Yeah, I think I think it definitely could be. And Kansas City's offensive line is really good. They got two guys that's let this past draft where I was like, I don't know why the Bengals not the Bengals are not taking Trey Smith, who fell due to a due to a due to a uh, was it a heart condition? I believe yeah, it was a heart or condition. a lung lung condition, something like that. Yeah, and he fell to the sixth um, or fifth, and then you and I were mad about this. I remember I talked about it. The Creed Humphrey, who's their center. Yep. is basically a first-team All-Pro as a rookie. Yeah. Has, an, has allowed, like, one pressure. Um, and we took Jackson Carmen over him, but that's he, neither here nor there. Can't change the pass. But yeah. their O-line is really good. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how Trey Hendrickson plays this week, if he can c- continue that. Not the full sack um, streak, but the, at least the half sack streak. Yeah. Well, I mean, Hendrickson had success against Trent Williams in the first half of that San Francisco game. So that gives me confidence that he can do it again this week. And, you know, that's this is going to be a real test for Lou Anarumo. Um, You know, does he sit back and drop drop seven and just say, we're going to make you sit back there and diagnose? Or does he play the ultimate uh, uh, high risk game and bring five or six guys and say, we bet that we can get home before you can find somebody. And that is a game that um, I think you can win with at certain points against the Chiefs on early downs, especially when they kind of want to take those deep shots. But I would expect to see very few third down blitzes from Lou Anarumo this week. And I and I don't blame, blame them at all because – when you blitz Patrick Mahomes, more likely than not, it's like when you blitz Joe Burrow, he's going to find the open guy. You're playing with fire when you blitz. Well, you're playing with fire. You're you're playing with the with the potential of giving up a a seventy yard touchdown. So you're playing with the fat boy Adam bomb that we dropped on Japan. That's that's how dangerous it is to blitz Patrick Mahomes with these receivers and the solid O line that they have. Now, to be fair, we have seen. Their offense struggle, and we haven't seen Tyreek and Travis Kelsey get theirs. Their other weapons are bad. Yes. Um, they're really – McCole Hartman stinks, uh, just to, you know, be nice about it. And Byron Pringle is probably the third best receiver. He stinks. So, I mean, and Josh Gordon is basically non-existent. So, the receivers really aren't that good, and their backup running backs really aren't that good either. I mean – Daryl Williams and Gore, I, they're, they're not really special. Um, and I would even argue Clyde, Clyde edwards Lair isn't really that good. But their weapons aren't crazy outside of Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill, and I get it. 
Tyreek Hill's the top probably three receiver. And Travis Kelsey is probably the best tight end, receiving tight end of the NFL. So you got a big task at hand. But at the same time, if you could eliminate one of them, you got a shot. Yeah. It's just, it, you know, for all those reasons that we just enumerated, and the Bengals defense has not been very good against the pass this year. We also have to note that. For all those reasons, it seems like there's no way in hell the Bengals keep this game even close. But, and I'm going to parlay this into asking you your prediction for Sunday, but I, I, I don't know. What do you think? I, the Chiefs are minus five and a half. I think it's the over-under is 51. Yeah, it's um, hard. I, this game's a tough one because that Paul Brown Stadium, there's a lot on the line. It really like there could be snow on Sunday, by the way. Yeah, technic- technically, there's, a, there's, a, there's stuff on the line for the Chiefs because they're fighting for the one seed. But there's way more on the line for the Bengals because the Chiefs already clinched a playoff spot. So it's going to be interesting to see this young team try to manage those playoff clinching expectations because we've seen it, as I said before, um, this season when they when they start winning, they, they just can't handle it. So it's going to be interesting to see. And also, we know this Bengals team plays up and down to, to whoever they're playing, to their competition. Also so I think. I think that's going to be really important this week that, you know, I've said, I said it earlier, they're underdogs, they're playing the chiefs. Nobody thinks they can win, which is not true. A lot of people on Twitter are thinking the Bengals are going to win, uh, which is really, that, that shocks me even more than, because remember at the beginning of the year, we thought this game was, the line was going to be like 13, you know what I mean? Just blow out season's already over, but here we are. And to clinch a playoff spot, we got to play Patrick Mahomes. So uh, it's funny how the NFL works sometimes, but I think this weekend, I, so for my prediction, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, the chiefs are going to win, but I think the Bengals are going to put up a great fight. I really do. I'm going to go 31 to 24. That, that's going to be my, my prediction. I really hope I'm wrong, but I just don't, I, I just don't know if this Bengals team could, can get over the hump against Patrick Mahomes on an eight game winning streak. Yeah. The chiefs are hitting their stride right now. And we hope that that's what the Bengals are going to do is hit their stride these next couple of weeks and do something, you know, the Bengals made the playoffs all those years in a row, 11 through 15, but it never seemed like they were playing their best football at the end of the season. And if this Bengals team can start to play their best football, even if they don't win on Sunday, start to build these performances, Denver winning with defense and running game. Baltimore winning by throwing Kansas city, keep it close against the arguably best team in the league. You could really start to see some brash, some even more confidence coming from this team. And if they keep it close, like you say, they, like you think they might, um, and they have to go, they win a playoff game and they have to go to Kansas city in the second round. What? I, I mean, that team is, is flowing with confidence because you're saying, okay, we, we didn't have the week off and we kept it close with this team. And now we've got a couple of our guys back. I think we can go win this game and confidence in the playoffs is such an important trait to have. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. For my prediction, I said this either. I think it was Sunday night. Um, I think the Bengals are going to win this game. And I think it's because 
they're not beating themselves right now. Um, save the atrocious, which by the way, on my rewatch, that taunting penalty they called on Jamar Chase last week was horrendous, horrendous. Um, I don't think they're beating themselves right now. I don't think they're going to beat themselves on Sunday. And, you know, the Bengals have a track record, and this parlays into today's trivia question, actually. They have a track record of winning these games at home against the Chiefs when important things are on the line. Uh, 2003, the 9-0 Chiefs came to Cincinnati, the Bengals beat them. 2009, the Chiefs came to Cincinnati, Bengals clinched the division with a win. So there are a lot of trends that are in favor of the Bengals from these teams playing each other historically. And I just think that this team is ready to break through um, that glass ceiling and eliminate all doubt that they are a contender uh, in the AFC. So I'm going to take the Bengals. I'm going to take the Bengals 31 to 30. I think Evan McPherson, who just won AFC special teams player of the month. I think he hits a 36 yard field goal at the gun and the Bengals win, clinch the division, and are in play for a one seed in week 18 as they head to Cleveland. You're muted. You're muted. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> all right. So here, let's talk about this for 20 seconds. Um, <clears throat> um, all right, let's get – I'm trying to think. Okay, so for Bengals uh, for the one seed. <clears throat> or the two seed would they have to win both and then the chiefs lose both so to get the one seed the Bengals have to win out the chiefs have to lose in week 18 and the titans have to lose one okay all right which is likely because Very- I, I i think the dolphins might beat the titans on sunday i really the dolphins would be the perfect matchup for the Bengals in the playoffs they would, they would beat the living hell out of the dolphins yes there are, I think there are five good teams in the AFC, the Chiefs outside of the Bengals, the Chiefs, Titans, Colts, Patriots, and um, Chargers. I don't Bills. think, I don't think. Okay. That's good. okay. Um, so we'll, we should see what happens there, but um, yeah. So we both see this game as kind of a shootout. You got the Chiefs winning, which I don't blame you for. There is just some, switch of optimism that has flipped in my brain that very dangerous very very dangerous it's very dangerous but you know what i'm not going to be heartbroken if they lose on sunday because we're playing the chiefs um but if you keep this close things are looking up uh for the bengals so you know that's that's how it rolls so i mentioned that today's trivia question is going to be based on the history between these two teams So I want you to guess. So they have played 13 games at Paul Brown in Cincinnati. The Chiefs and the Bengals have. They've played 13 games in Cincinnati. The Bengals are currently on a winning streak. How many games in a row have the Bengals won against the Chiefs in Cincinnati? In Cincinnati, because I remember the last time they played, they got blown out on Sunday Night Football three years ago. And that was in blown Kansas out. City. That was in Kansas City. I'm going to go, they've won four in a row. The Bengals have won five games in a row. Oh, wow. That is, that's even scarier. 
in Cincinnati against the Chiefs. Um, 2015 with Andy Dalton, they won by 15. 2009, I was at this game. The Bengals won 17 to 10 to clinch the AFC North. 2008, the Bengals won 16 to 6. 2003, which is the matchup I mentioned earlier, the Bengals won against the 9 and 0 Chiefs. And in 1987, Chiefs came to Cincinnati and lost to the Bengals by three in overtime. Okay. The last time the Chiefs won in Cincinnati was 1984 in a 27 to 22 win along the Ohio River. So, so they're due. I don't know. At some point, it becomes a trend. I agree. So, but I don't think that I don't think that 1987 team or that 2003 team or that 2009 team had a guy named Patrick Mahomes. So they had a guy named Trent Green. Trent Not, Green and Tyler Figpen. That's a little different. That's like you and I going slinging the pigskin out there on NFL field. Yes, it is. All right. So that about wraps it up. Huge. Huge weekend of football in the Queen City. Bearcats tomorrow, you know, to a lesser extent for the people of Cincinnati, but near and dear to our hearts, the Buckeyes play Saturday. And then at 1 o'clock on Sunday in the wintry mix that is currently predicted, it's the Bengals and the Chiefs for all the marbles. For all the marbles. So Makes me nervous. We're looking forward to it, though. Um, very jealous that you're going to be in attendance. Excited because that atmosphere, I think, Sunday is going to be insane. All I got to say is Bengals win on Sunday. It's going to be a party in Gatlinburg all week for us. <laughs> it's going to be a big-time party should the Bengals win on Sunday. Um, we're looking forward to it. This is about as excited I've been for a Bengals game in a long time. Um, can't wait. Who day? Who day? Who day? Who day?